welcome to the way of the womb podcast my name is beck i'm your host and i'm a trauma-informed holistic birthing doula womb worker and earth lover i am here to support you and all womb owners whether that's through your monthly cycles and navigating the everyday or whether that's to support your journey through the rite of passage of pregnancy and birth my passion is to support souls to come home to themselves so you can connect back to your innate power, your intuition and the wisdom of your body so you can feel empowered and live your truth. On this platform, we will be discussing periods, pregnancy, plant medicine, birth, trauma, mental health, spirituality, earth to body connection and everything in between. This is a place for conscious souls to gather so that together we can heal, thrive and live authentically, unapologetically as ourselves. This is the Way of the Womb podcast. Hello lovely people. So on today's episode I am on my own. It's just me. I am currently on call for a bit. Um, so I am very much waiting in between the worlds for baby to come earthside for me to go and support mom and dad at their home. Which is really, really beautiful. It's a really beautiful place to be, especially when you're in the season of autumn, which we are here in the UK. With all the beautiful leaves, the colours. And the leaves returning to Mother Earth. Mother? To Mother Earth. To Mother Earth. <laughs> so it's really beautiful to be, yeah, walking in this space. So today I just wanted to talk about how we as women, or those in women's bodies, or those who own wombs, how... We hold stories. We hold stories in our womb space. So. Hmm, how to start with this? So first of all, I want to talk about the energetics of the womb. How the womb is like a vortex. Constantly sucking in and taking in to receive energy. And to also give energy. So it's constantly taken in, taken in, taken in. And as human beings, this is what we do. On a physical, emotional, mental level. What we do is we take on other people's stories, other people's beliefs. We believe everything our mind tells us, everything the ego of the mind tells us. God, I feel like I've re- literally just started and dove in deep. Dove? Is that even the right word? We've just gone deep straight away, but why not? So we constantly are taking on all of these things external to us and even the thoughts of our own minds. We believe everything that it tells us. Whether it's true or not, we take it as linear, we take it as truth, we take it as this is me. 
what we would really benefit from is to witness and watch animals, mammals in particular. When you look at how a mammal moves through the world, whenever they experience trauma or something that sends them into fight or flight, like the emotional response of the body or the physical response of a body when presented with a traumatic situation of life or death. For example, if we look at a deer being chased by something, if the deer escapes, what they'll do, they'll go somewhere and they'll shake. You'll watch them shake and they'll then continue with their day. They won't hold on to this story and start being like, well, I can't believe that that thing chased me before. I can't believe it did that. Next time it comes, I'm going to do this. It's present with it. It experiences the trauma of being chased. It then gets set free or is free to run and shakes to release that excess energy, that built up adrenaline. And I think Eckhart Tolle talks about this in one of his books, A New Earth, is about how two swans or two ducks, when they kind of say they have, I don't know, what do they have, a fight? They have a fight and then each bird will move away from one another and they'll flap their wings really aggressively to release the energy. The bird then doesn't go, well, next time I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. They just swim away from each other and they move on. But as humans, what we do in our society, when we experience any kind of trauma, any type of dangerous situation, or not even dangerous, any type of situation that our brain tells us is dangerous, either to our physical health or to our emotional or energetic body. So this can be trauma with a big T or trauma with a little T. We don't go and express it. We don't go and move our bodies. We don't go and scream and shout, or we might do that. Or, you know, we don't walk away from the situation and go and shake. We don't go and dance and shout and move it through the body. We go and continue with our lives as if it never happened and we try and avoid feeling these things. So what happens is, that energy, that built-up energy that we experienced when we experienced the fight, fright, fight, flight, freeze, that excess energy that we should as mammals shake off, we don't, we hold on to it. And this energy doesn't disappear, it goes and stores somewhere in your body. And as women, the space that wants to take everything in all the time is our womb. So, the womb holds stories. Our bodies hold stories. Not just the womb, our whole body. But when we look at the different places in the body that stores things, it can be the tension in our jaw, it can be tension in the shoulders, headaches, um, sinus pain, things like that you know the womb space is not bones and ligaments and muscles then it's made up of organs 
So when we hold stories in the womb space, it presents itself as things like cysts, as it affects our periods, um, different things like this. And these are so many stories. So what type of stories do we hold? The stories that we do hold or can hold in our womb space can be our own stories. So this can be experiences we've had physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually that we've perceived to have been traumatic or that have been traumatic. And trauma can be trauma with a big T or trauma with a little T. Trauma can be anything that's made us feel unsafe in our bodies, anything that has made us fear or worry for our own safety. And this can be the safety of the mind, as in our ego, the safety of our emotions, for example, triggering childhood emotions such as abandonment or loneliness or fear of being judged. And then also physical things as well that we've experienced, such as birth trauma or um, abuse, sexual abuse and things like that. And what happens is these stories sit stagnant in the body and they sit stagnant and our body tries to communicate this to us. If you haven't listened to um, why period pain is bullshit, <laughs> um, another previous podcast, then please go and listen to that. Um, but when we hold stories... It presents itself or it manifests in the body as pain. So it might be painful periods, it might be endometriosis, it might be polycystic ovaries. But these are all stories we hold. Um, it can be anxiety, fear. There's so many different things and everything is so intertwined. Um, but I believe everyone who has a womb, everyone who has a body is storing trauma to a certain level. And actually in our society, we're so taught that the body and the mind are so separate, but actually they're so intertwined. And I know this from my own personal experience of having psychosomatic disorder as a side effect of post-traumatic stress disorder. So when I got diagnosed with PTSD, I started to experience psychosomatic disorder where things would happen in my body, which had no scientific explanation I went to go and see surgeons, neurosurgeons, facial surgeons, like all facial, what are they called? Facia, face, facial and maxilla surgeon or something like that. I went to go and see psychologists, counsellors, clinical psychologists. I went to go and see so many people to try and work out what was happening in my body because it was physically happening, people could see it was physically happening, but there was no scientific reason why that was happening in my body, apart from trauma. So this has been my lived experience, this has been the lived experience of many women that I work with, and it's so prevalent in science and in society now how the how what a lot of people are experiencing who are ill or sick or experiencing dis-ease or discomfort in the body 
how it actually links back to trauma, whether it was our own or whether it was generational or or cultural trauma. It's like the collective trauma body, that's what we would call it. And we hold these stories because we are not allowing ourselves to experience the emotion attached to the trauma at the time of the event. We are not allowing ourselves to explore the potential trauma that has been passed to us through generations. So, for example, I work with a lot of women who experience period pain. Say they've got polycystic ovaries or endometriosis. Their mother had really intense period pain. Their grandmother had experienced trauma to her womb through childbirth or through sexual abuse or through, or had a hysterectomy. What happens is we pass these stories through generations. So actually, the fact of the matter is it's really common for as the generations go on the pain disease or discomfort intensifies because the body is saying deal with me please listen to me please hear me so what we do when we begin to heal the stories held in our womb we heal for the generations who have come before us and we heal for the ones who will come after us when we stand up and go, okay, let me look at this, let me pull this apart, let me work through it. We are able to heal not only ourselves, but those around us. And this is epigenetics. We're talking science. We're talking turning DNA on and off and the genetic makeup of our bodies So the stories you hold may not be yours. They may be your mother's, they may be your grandmother's, they may be your father's or your grandfather's. And the reason I speak about the matriarchal line so much is because as grandmothers or as a grandmother, as a woman, you carry every egg in your body you will ever have. Which means that when your grandmother was pregnant with your mother, And she was six months gestation. So your grandmother was pregnant with your mom at six months, which is when she receives all of her ovaries. You were there on a cellular level. Which means that whatever your grandmother experienced when she was pregnant with your mom, you were there. Whatever food experiences, holidays, journeys your mom has been on throughout her life, you were there. these stories we hold in our wombs and with each generation that passes and the stories get suppressed and ignored and avoided the sensations speak louder the body speaks louder so we hold stories our womb holds the stories our hips hold the stories our pelvis our uni our vulva our vagina So how can we begin to move through the stories we hold in our wombs? 
we can begin to do this by beginning to cultivate relationship with our womb. Because once we acknowledge that there's stories there, we can then begin to move through the body on a physical, energetic, emotional level to journey into the womb to find out what stories are sat stagnant there. So we can unearth them, feel the emotions, feel the sensations, move through them so that our daughters, our granddaughters, our great-granddaughters don't have to hold the stories of the generations that have come before them. And that's what period pain is. It is a shout, a signal to please move through me. I'm holding things here, whether they're mine or yours or our grandmother's or society's. And I'm going to bring a podcast out about her story, not his history, her story. And about how the generations of women have been murdered and burnt at the stake for doing these practices, for connecting to their bodies, for connecting to the earth, for living in sync with their cycles, with the blood of their bodies, their periods. Because every single one of you that's listening to this, this is not something new. You hold the very memory of this in your bones. You hold the wisdom within your womb space, within your body. And it's about moving all the shit out of the way so that you can hear them stories, so you can access the information that you have, so that you can reignite the remembering. Because every single ancestor, wherever you are in the world, wherever you've come from, the women before us knew these secrets. This was not, it was not secrets, it was open knowledge, it was normal practice to connect to your body, to connect to the earth, to connect to your womb and move through the stories. So you hold the strength, because not only do we hold the trauma of the ancestors that have come before us, we also hold their strength. We also hold their wisdom. We hold their power. But we've forgotten it. Due to societal conditioning. Due to the rise of the patriarchy and Christianity. Wherever you are in the world, wherever you are from, this affects you. Whether you're from you know, um, whether you're not born and raised or your lineage is not based in Europe. Whenever trauma happens in the world, it happens as a collective, especially with women. And women around the world now are still being killed for... (laughs) for connecting to their bodies, for honouring Mother Earth. And that's what we are. We are Mother Earth in body form. And Mother Earth is the womb of all creation. Everything is birthed through her and everything we experience is birthed through us. And if we have all the stories that are holding our womb, 
all the stories that are held in our womb. We are closing up the channels. We are closing up the opportunities to be able to birth into the world, whether that is life, whether that is creation, whether that is projects, whether that, whatever that is that you're choosing to birth into the world. And if every woman's womb space begins to close off, then so does Mother Earth's. And I truly believe that. So we hold stories in the womb from our ancestors, from our own life experiences, but also culturally and in society right now. And these stories that we hold want to be moved through, which is why your womb is trying to communicate with you through discomfort, which is, and if you don't experience discomfort, but you're feeling called to womb work, there's a reason why you're here. There is a reason why you're called to this work. There's a remembrance within you. And how we can begin to do this, how can we begin to unearth the stories held in our womb? Well, you're doing it right now by listening to this podcast, by doing research, by exploring, getting curious. And the main thing we want to do before we even go into the stories that are held within our womb, we want to create a safe and sacred environment for us to be able to journey with these stories because this is big, big, big work but you're so capable of doing it. Every single woman or womb owner on this earth is capable of it because otherwise you wouldn't be here. And the biggest catalyst for this is beginning to create and cultivate relationship with your womb by speaking to her directly. So if you're not into the spiritual stuff, this might sound like, oh, fucking hell, what's she talking about yet? But how we speak to ourselves matters. How we speak to ourselves manifests in our body, in our everyday life, in our relationships. And how we speak to our wombs matters more than anything because it is the portal for everything, for everything we experience in life. And if we can create relationship, then we can open up conversations to move through whatever has been held in our body, whatever has been held in our womb, because you don't have to hold them stories anymore. They're no longer your reality. The majority of the stories we hold are no longer our reality. They are stories that are sat stagnant and our brain will tell us to not journey. Our ego mind will tell us to not tap into these stories, not do this work, come up with all the reasons why we shouldn't do it, why it's a bad idea. Because your brain is trying to keep you safe. Your brain will always try and protect you and keep you safe from anything which is unfamiliar. Because unfamiliarity is seen as scary 
change is seen as scary or fearful. So this is just a waiver that when you start this work, you will experience transformation, you will experience connection, you will experience intuition like you have never experienced before. You will experience pain. You will experience discomfort and dis-ease within your emotional body. But there is no journey on this earth like the liberation of your womb. And the fact that you're here means that you're ready. So honouring you and celebrating you and thanking you for being here and doing this work because when women heal, they heal the earth. And we need more women stepping into this role and stepping into this power. And I have a one-to-one container out at the moment, actually, which is, oh, I might have spoken about it by now. I might not, because um, I've been taking a break from Instagram. But called, it's called Womb Origins, and it is a one-to-one bespoke four-month program where we dive into cultivating relationship within the womb, liberating yourself, your stories, your ancestors, the generations to come after you. We source the origins and the roots of discomfort or dis-ease or stories held in your womb space and we liberate them so that you can move forward, living in your truth, living in your passion, feeling connected to yourself and your body without being dismissed and brushed off and dissolved because that's what society is trying to do to us that's what the systems in place are trying to do to all those who own wombs and it's time that we reclaimed it because this doesn't have to be our story anymore this is not what we were born to experience we were born to experience joy and pleasure and liberation and excitement and intuition and connection to the earth and to those around us but actually what we're doing we're holding all the stories that no longer serve and we've been taught that this is normal Well, I say fuck that. We'd no longer have to hold on to the stories in our womb that is trying to keep us in chains. So we begin to come together, we begin to rise. What they didn't know was that when the patriarchy, when Christianity tried to bury us what they didn't know is that they were planting seeds and them seeds are beginning to nurture and grow women are beginning beginning to reclaim and take back and remember the power the wisdom that they hold in our wombs that we hold that you hold in your womb and this is just the beginning of the new earth. Hmm. So if you're listening to this podcast 
thank you and the first step to liberation is having these conversations and if you if this has resonated with you then please let me know let's open up a conversation I love to hear your feedback feedback I can't speak it's not great to have a podcast when you waffle isn't it or say words wrong let's just go with it it's all part of it um yeah let me know tell me your stories tell me what resonated with you tell me about your experiences what stories are you holding in your womb what stories are you ready to let go of send in lots of love and speak soon Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Way of the Womb podcast. If this episode resonated with you and if you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot and share this on your social media. Tag me at Beck Wallace Birthkeeper and drop me a message. Let me know how you found it. And if you feel called, please feel free to leave a review. It just helps other people to find the podcast so that we can build community and gather together. Thanks so much. Sending all the love.